Hi, good morning everyone. Welcome along to Traders News in a nutshell for your Thursday morning. It's the 2nd of November 2023. Daniel Pettigrew back with you over the next hour broadcasting through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane and SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. 1300 01 1170, our open line number. You can text 0457 736 736. That's all before breakfast with Brandy and Copes this morning, Trent. Copeland in the chair for Vossi. Uh, Vossi, of course, back Monday morning. So he'll be back with Brandy on Monday morning, which we're very much looking forward to after a couple of weeks off. Um, but Brandy and Coates coming up after the 6 o'clock news. And for our listeners in Queensland, you will get the first hour of The Breakfast Show uh, with Brandy and Copes, and then it'll be Pat and Heels along after 6 a.m. local time. So plenty to look forward to this morning. Coming up on this show this morning, we've got Chris Perkins on the line from America in about 15 minutes. Minutes. We'll talk to him about all things American sport and we will continue to find him an NRL team. Uh, we've done three so far. Tell you who we're doing in just a second. Uh, so we'll have a lot uh, with him coming up in about 15 minutes. A lot of rugby league news around, a lot of cricket news around as well, including an injury to one of our Big players in the Cricket World Cup, a bizarre injury to one of our big players in the Cricket World Cup that we'll get to. So plenty to look forward to on this Thursday morning. one 300 open line number, or text 0457-736-736. The Hot Topic, thanks to Rheem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rheem. Yeah, except nothing less than Australia's best and install a ream, Australia's favourite hot water. Before we get to the news of the day and check this score from the Cricket World Cup overnight as well, today we continue the hunt for Chris Perkins' NRL team. So if you're new to the show, if you just tuned in for the first time or if you're a regular listener, you'll be able to join in on this no matter uh, who you are. But Chris Perkins, our American correspondent, fair to say he's probably more of an AFL man than an NRL man. But uh, we got him to give him uh, his tips right throughout uh, the back end of the rugby league season. And he stood, sat down and watched the grand final between the Panthers and the Broncos. And now he wants a team to support in 2024 and beyond. We've done three teams so far. The Tigers are a possible candidate to be his team. He said no to the Dragons. And he said the Bulldogs are a possible candidate to be his team. Today, we look at the Gold Coast Titans. So any listeners up nice and early, it is only three minutes past four on the Gold Coast. Text in, and you might not have, you, you could be a Titans fan and live elsewhere as well. You are allowed to text in as well, of course. But if we do have any Titans fans listening on the Gold Coast this morning, text in why you are a Titans fan. Of course, one of the newer clubs in the NRL. And why did you become a, Tig a Titans fan? And... If you're not a Titans fan, but you want to join in, give me some pros and cons to pass on to Chris about being a Titans fan. Why should he be a Titans fan? Why shouldn't he be a Titans fan? 0457 736 736. Had some great texts over the past few weeks with different clubs. I'm sure you're going to send some great ones in this morning as well. Pros and cons for Chris on why he should or shouldn't be a Gold Coast Titans fan for 2024 and beyond. And if you are a Titans fan, why? What's so good about being a Titans fan? Convince Chris to become a Gold Coast Titans fan if you are a Titans fan. If not, if you're a fan of another club, 
pros and cons of being a Gold Coast Titans fan. We'll get to your texts on that a little later on. 0457 736 736. Or you can call the open line when we have a chat with Chris a bit later on and convince him in person. 1300 1170 at four and a half past five in New South Wales, four and a half past four in Queensland. Cricket World Cup last night, South Africa winning by 190 runs over New Zealand. So South Africa off their 50 overs, made four for 357. Quentin de Kock, another good innings, 114. New Zealand in reply, all out off 35.3 overs for 167. That's very interesting now. New Zealand, who were, along with India, the form team of the early stages of this competition, have now lost three in a row against India, Australia, as we know, the other night and then overnight against South Africa. So disappointing for New Zealand after such a good start to the Cricket World Cup. And looking at the table now, New Zealand has slipped back to fourth with two games to play. South Africa are on top on 12. India uh, with uh, played seven games. India with a game in hand are also on 12, so they can leapfrog South Africa. Australia, after again, with a game in hand, are on eight. New Zealand still in that top four on eight, but Pakistan there as well, just behind them on six. So New Zealand, uh, who started off very nicely, struggling a little bit. It continues tonight. The Cricket World Cup, India will take on Sri Lanka. That'll be at 7.30 p.m. tonight. And of course, uh, well, what uh, looks ahead, just looking ahead to Saturday, at New Zealand-Pakistan is a crucial game now at 4 p.m. on Saturday. And then we've got England-Australia as well at 7.30 p.m. on uh, Saturday night as well. So New Zealand just staggering a little bit. Must turn things around for that match against Pakistan on Saturday afternoon, beginning at 4 p.m. Uh, let's get into some cricket news as well, just while we're talking cricket, before we switch our attention to a bit of rugby league. Uh, what about this? Glenn Maxwell, I don't know if you've seen this this morning yet on the various social media outlets, but... Uh, He's not going to be playing against England on Saturday night after a freak incident in which he fell off the back of a golf cart on Monday. Um, he's been forced into Cricket Australia's concussion protocols, likely granting a reprieve for Badamanis Labuschagne to retain a spot on the team. However, Maxwell is expected to be available for Australia's next match against Afghanistan next Wednesday. Australian coach Andrew McDonald explained what transpired following a round of golf involving Maxwell and several teammates during the Aussies' designated time off. Uh, he said in transporting him back from the clubhouse to the team bus, Glenn Maxwell came off the back of a car and has suffered a small concussion. So he will go into concussion protocols for the next period of time and will unfortunately miss the England game. There'll be no replacement in the squad as such. He'll go into six to eight days concussion protocol so they said that takes into account the England game he'll be unavailable and then clearly within the squad we've got some players to become available Marcus Stoinis, Cam Green there's available as well but we haven't made that decision yet the guys were ferried off on carts Glenn and a few other players jumped on the back of carts and unfortunately he lost his group on the way back to the team bus and sustained that injury over the last couple of days he's been assessed we feel as though it'll be a relatively straightforward return to play protocol with where he's at at the moment. Uh, of course, Australia lost Josh Inglis uh, last year, uh, suffering a hand injury during a round of golf as well. And Inglis Johnny Bairstow also broke his leg in a golf mishap last year. So Glenn Maxwell missing the game against England, a important game for Australia against England, despite England being at the bottom of the ladder. 
Uh, it's still a must, well, not, not a must-win game, but a very important game for Australia to win. So Glenn Maxwell out because he fell off the back of a golf cart on Monday. 0457 736 736 or 1300 0111 70. What are some of the more bizarre sporting injuries you've seen? Now, it can be on-field or off-field. Some of the more bizarre sporting story, uh, sporting injuries you've either seen on a sporting field or you may not have seen but we've heard about off-field. Um, remember the horses in Origin Camp one year? Many, many years ago now. What are some of the more bizarre injuries, not just uh, here locally, but it can be overseas as well, that players have received both on and off-field after Glenn Maxwell fell off a golf cart and will be missing the game against England? A bit of concussion. Should be back next week on Wednesday for that game against Afghanistan. The bizarre sporting injuries. Can you give me some this morning? one 736 736 at 9.5 past 5 in New South Wales, 9.5 past 4 in Queensland. Uh, Rugby League, Ivan Cleary has declared Jerome Luai belongs at Penrith. As the coach warned clubs, it's a risk to fork out over $1 million per season for the star 5'8", given he is unproven as a chief playmaker. So we know Jerome hit the open market on Wednesday, um, and it is expected uh, he is expected to field a lot of offers in excess of a million dollars from rival clubs in desperate need of a quality playmaker. However, Cleary said uh, for Luai to sign a deal worth $1 million per season, the 26-year-old would need to own a side, something he is yet to do. Uh, now, he said yesterday, and these comments were posted on social media, and some people, uh, I think, looked at them and raised an eyebrow. He said, I think that's the biggest thing at play here. If any club wants to pay that money that we're talking about, then he may consider leaving, but it would have to be for that kind of role. And it's also, is he ready for that? That's a question mark. Could he do it? I'm sure he could do it, Cleary said. Has he done it yet? No, he hasn't. He's done it with Samara in last year's World Cup, but generally speaking in this team, he has had his role to play, and that's slightly different. I guess that's a risk everyone will have to take. So the Panthers are believed to be offering Luai a two-year extension, which would keep him at the club until the end of 2026, worth around $1.7 million. Um, but salary cap pressure means they won't be able to match any offers in the vicinity of $1 million per season. Cleary also said, I want to make it really clear we want him to stay. I think he wants to stay, but money talks, so we'll see. We're very comfortable with where it's at. We've spoken to him recently. He's exploring his options. He knows what we think of him. I personally believe he belongs here. We're good for him. He's good for us. Um, Cleary's comments there about the question mark on Jerome Luai. If he is going to go to another club, if he's to leave Penrith, then look, I still think that's a big if, but of course it is a lot of money. The question mark around the fact that he's not properly run aside, of course, has had Nathan Cleary there at club level and, of course, at origin level, did, as Cleary said, um, did well with Samoa last year in the Rugby League World Cup. Is signing Jerome Luai a risk if you're going to have him as the chief playmaker in your team? Cleary believes that's the question mark. Um, and obviously he's wanting Jerome Luai to stay at the Panthers, no doubt about that. Is it a risk? <laughs> Look, he's a proven performer, Jerome Luai, in a star-studded team. Um Probably hasn't excelled at origin level, it has to be said. But hasn't been playing overly badly at origin level either. Um, 
What do we reckon? Is signing Jerome Luai, if he's going to be a chief playmaker for a club, worth the risk? Is it a risk? Or would you sign him and play him at 5'8 and play him in that role that he's been playing most of his career? It's an interesting one. Obviously, if he's going to go to a club like the Bulldogs or the Dragons or the Tigers or something like that, then he probably does become the chief playmaker, even if he is at 5'8". Bulldogs, of course, Matt Burden is there. Uh, he can play halfback, 5'8", of course, centre. The Tigers got a few different halves there. Uh, the Dragons, we know Ben Hunt is there for now, but not long term. So is it a risk to sign Jerome Luai if he's going to be your chief playmaker? And is it a risk for Jerome Luai to leave Penrith as well? Interesting. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 And just before a break, uh, a few of the wonderful um, signing news, big signing news. And as Brandy put it out um, on the text, uh, on the text, I got some text coming through now about the Gold Coast Titans on the breakfast show yesterday. Um, there is a cooling off period. So if any offer was made to a player last yesterday, last night, uh, from another club, you actually want to hear about that for 10 days because there is that cooling off period that was brought in in the middle of the year. But some signing news or re-signing news, uh, the Sydney Roosters have confirmed the departures of eight players, including former Broncos hooker Jake Turpin and ex-para hitman uh, Nathan Brown, who we know there were rumours last week about him going to Manly. Uh, the Glamour Club took to Twitter to say thanks to top 30 players Turpin, uh, Jake Turpin, uh, Nathan Brown, Corey Allen, Drew Hutchinson, Jackson Paulo, Fletcher Baker, Paul Momorowski, and development player Ben Thomas. Uh, Hutchinson is expected to sign with Canterbury while Paulo is heading to Manly. Baker will join grand finalist Brisbane, and Momorowski has been linked with Super League Club Leeds Rhinos. So that's what's happening at the Roosters. At the Warriors, New Zealand Warriors winger Dallin with Tenny Selesniak has signed a one-year extension to keep him at the Auckland-based club until the end of the 2025 season. Uh, with Tenny Celestiak, who scored a club record 24 tries in 2023 and was one of the Dallian wingers of the year, is entering his fifth season at the Warriors. Uh, Andrew McFadden, the general manager of recruitment pathways and development at the Warriors, said, Dallin has made a tremendous impact on and off the field since joining us in the challenging times when we were based in Australia. And the West Tigers have offered rising star junior Tupo a two-year extension in a bid to stave off rival clubs. Now, Tupo hit the open market yesterday where he is expected to generate interest from rival outfits. It's believed the likes of Canberra and Canterbury have shown some interest in luring the youngster away from Concord. The Tigers are confident Tupo's relationship with Benji Marshall will help secure the 21-year-old. We know he's currently touring England with the Tongan side and is expected to make a decision about his future when he returns to Australia. Was one of the shining lights of the Tigers, wasn't he, this year? Uh, in the season just got in a pretty poor year once again for the West Tigers. So that's just some of the stuff on our agenda on this Thursday morning. We're trying to find Chris Perkins at NRL team. Today, we look at the Gold Coast Titans. If you are a Titans fan, jump on the open line, one 1170 or the text line. Tell us why it's so good to be a Gold Coast Titans fan. And if you're not a Titans fan, give me some pros and cons to pass on to Chris as to why he should or shouldn't be a Titans fan. Uh, you still got about 20 minutes to send those texts through, so keep them coming in. Glenn Maxwell out for the game against England after falling off the back of a golf buggy, golf cart, uh, concussion. Expected to be back next Wednesday for the match against Afghanistan. 
What are some of the more bizarre sporting injuries you've either seen on the field, freak accidents maybe, or off the field uh, that we've heard about, haven't seen, but we have heard about? And Jerome Loy, Ivan Cleary says, if a club is going to sign him as a chief playmaker, bit of a question mark there, even though, of course, he wants him to stay at Penrith. So no doubt different things being at play there. But is it a risk? If Jerome Luai, if you're signing Jerome Luai as a chief playmaker, is it a risk that he hasn't been proven there yet or do you think he would be able to handle it? Would you take that risk on Jerome Luai? 0457 736 736, our text number. You can call the open line 1300 01 1170. It's 17 past five in New South Wales, 17 past four in Queensland to your text and Chris Perkins on the other side of this. It's 21 and a half past five in New South Wales, 21 and a half past four in Queensland. We're here for Red Smoke Alarms. Think Red Smoke Alarms. Think redsmokealarms.com.au and Amer Safety, your Australian-owned workwear and PPE provider. Uh, Matilda's last night, we'll get to that in a second, just before that actually, a text from Lee, just on one of the topics we're talking about this morning, on the back of Ivan Cleary's comments uh, yesterday, saying that it would be a risk for another club to offer Jerome Luai over $1 million to become the chief playmaker. He hasn't had that role as such. Lee says on the text, Jerome is not an organiser. He's more a spontaneous player. You always see him jumping around on field, not knowing where to go from Lee of Brisbane. Thank you, Lee. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, I think he's a very good player, Jerome Luai. But, and I'm sure Ivan Cleary, look, those comments yesterday, clearly he wants him to stay at Penrith. But he probably does have a point. How much of a point remains to be seen. We may never see it. He may just stay at Penrith and play alongside Nathan Cleary um, and probably win more competitions. He's loving life, Jerome Luai, I'm sure. But what do we reckon? Would it be a risk for another club to sign Jerome Luai for over a million dollars to become the chief playmaker of their team? Bizarre sporting injuries. Glenn Maxwell fell off the back of a golf cart. He won't be involved in Australia's match against England on Saturday night. What's some of the more bizarre sports injuries you've seen, either on field or you've heard about off field? And we're trying to find Chris Perkins, our NRL team. Today, we're looking at the Gold Coast Titans. So any Titans fans up nice and early on the Gold Coast? Tell us why Chris should become a Gold Coast Titans fan. And if you're not a Titans fan, give me some pros and cons on why Chris should or shouldn't be a Titans fan. Uh, I mentioned the Matildas last night, 3-0 over Chinese Taipei. So well done to them in the Olympic qualifying uh, there against Chinese Taipei. So 3-0, Mary Fowler. Uh, get back to her in a second. One of the goal scorers, Sam Kerr, also one of the goal scorers as well. And on, as we go to Chris Perkins, on Mary Fowler. Mary Fowler and Nathan Cleary, there's been rumours uh, for a couple of months. They are now an item. The three-time NRL champion and Matilda superstar have gone public with their romance being pictured in Perth. Uh, so well done to them. Good luck to them. Got me thinking, though, sports, sporting power couples. They're big. Nathan Cleary, Premiership winner, Mary Fowler, star of the Matildas and women's football. Maybe Chris Perkins give us a couple of American sporting power couples as we go to him at 24 past five for the Makita XGT Experience Professional Cordless Power Without Limits. Now on Tradies News, it's time to get the latest from the USA. And on the line is the great Chris Perkins. Where do we find you firstly this morning, Chris? 
uh, just outside Louisville, Kentucky. I've been down to South Carolina. Now I'm back to back to Kentucky, about to head to Louisiana. Very, very nice. Uh, you do get around the country. Now, sporting power couples. Uh, can you think of... Uh, now, these two people that we're talking about, Nathan Cleary and Mary Fowler, uh, both play sport, one rugby league, one football. Um, has there been any sport, there would be, some sporting power couples in America that spring to mind? Obviously, at the moment, we have a very big power couple with an NFL player and probably the biggest singer, uh, most popular singer on planet Earth at the moment. But are there any others that spring to mind? Well, yeah, I was I was about to go there. I was mm. thinking Australia has their own version of of Travis and Taylor. Oh, mm. how sweet! I uh, know it's it's great, but isn't it? In terms of in terms of sporting power couples, I I, I don't stay up on that mm. all that all that much. No, either do uh, I. It has to be said. That I, uh, I'll give you a couple that I can think of mm. off the top of my head. Uh, uh, oh man, the the Ertzen. Yes. Uh, uh, let's see. Let's see. Julie, uh, Julie Ertz, and isn't she married to JJ Watt? You're up. She is. You're probably asking the wrong person. I know, I'm asking them. Um, I tell you now. Uh, how, how about okay? Yep. Uh, I'm gonna get desperate here. How about Megan Rapinoe and Sue Bird? Uh, yeah, that's possible. I'll give you one. That's got to be my go-to. Andre Agassi and Steffi Graf, of course, big power that, couple. Absolutely. That would all of old school, all mm. world tennis. There, right, right there. Yeah, that, that's a definitely a good one. That would probably be uh, from the top of my head, probably the one that stands out. But I'm sure our listeners will be able to correct me if there's others. Um, out there, of course, we did at one stage um, have, uh, and look, Kim Kleisters isn't Australian, but we did at one stage have Leighton Hewitt going out with Kim Kleisters many, many, many years ago now, um, before he started the uh, dating uh, Beck. Cartwright and now Beck Hewitt. So uh, sporting power couples, anyone you can think of uh, that me and Chris aren't thinking of, um, we're not really in that world. And I don't know how many of our listeners are in that world as well, but I'm sure they can come up with a couple of ideas. And also, of course, Gold Coast Titans. We're going to look at them very soon, Chris. So any text, pros and cons on being a Gold Coast Titans fan and why? What's so good about being a Gold Coast Titans fan? If you are, get those texts in on that. Sporting power couples and anything else. Uh, let's start with the World Series, Chris. Yeah, World Series Game 5 is tonight. There is a trophy that could be presented because last night, the Texas Rangers once again proved they are the hawking animal of baseball. <laughs> Call them the Road Warriors. Bro. That's an 80s pro wrestling reference, if you didn't catch that one. Five runs in the second, five runs in the third. Rangers up 10 nothing. Mm. The Diamondbacks, though, they came back and made it a lot more interesting than it should. Scored four in the eighth, had added on two in the ninth. They wound up losing 11-7 in game four. Uh, but the Rangers now lead the series three games to one. Again, game five is tonight, and they can clinch the World Series out in Phoenix. Uh, by the way, the Texas Rangers, they are 10-0 and 0 away from home this, this postseason. Uh, that's why they're being called the Road Warriors right now. But the, the, the other side of that is the, the Rangers' last World Series appearance in 2011, they were one strike away from winning the World Series mm. in Game 6 against St. Louis. And then David Freeze became a hometown hero to be forever feted in the city of St. Louis for his uh, game-tying triple that saved the season. 
ultimately won a World Series for the Cardinals instead of the Rangers. So if the, if the Rangers win tonight, though, they will uh, exercise some serious demons from that 2011 World Series appearance. Um, text here, and it is a question without notice, so it's okay if you don't uh, know the okay. answer to it. But uh, text here is, could you like please... Could you please ask Chris, uh, who finds the towns for the Little League baseball teams for the World Series? Because I've never heard of some of the teams. I know it's a question without notice. Do you have any idea with that one? Well, in Little League baseball, what it is, it, it's it's an organization. It's headquartered in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, which is why they play the Little, Little, League, Little League World Series every summer in Williamsport. That's the home base. Yeah. Uh, but all these towns, I mean, towns across the country, have Little League programs, and they're just community municipal programs that are affiliated with Little League, and you have the league that's that's played in the local town, and typically each town will come up with an all-star team to go play district tournament, state tournament, regional tournament, all the way up to the the Little League World Series. So it's a progression. It's a step-by-step progression, and it's merit-based. You don't you don't buy your way into the Little League World Series. You win your way in by winning each of the lower tournaments okay. all the way up the ladder to the Little League World Series. So it'll be some random town that gets into the Little League World Series. A lot of random towns every year that get into the Little League World Series. Okay, all right. I hope that answers the question. That's really interesting. Thank you uh, for the text. You can text any questions to Chris. Uh, he's happy to answer anything, uh, literally anything, 0457 736 uh, NFL, a uh, lot going on there, including a coach being sacked over the last 24 hours. Yeah, Josh McDaniels woke up this morning living the dream mm. of every worker on earth. Mm. He woke up this morning knowing he's going to, over the next four-plus years, get paid over $40 million not to go to work. Not to go to work. Sorry. Because he got fired by the Oakland. He got fired by the Las Vegas Raiders um, overnight by by uh, owner Mark Davis. Uh, 25 games into his tenure as mm. the head coach of the Raiders gets sacked. Uh, Antonio Pierce will take over as the interim coach for the rest of the season. Uh, but it's the second head coaching tenure for Josh McDaniels, and he's quickly proving – that he is the Peter P. He proves the Peter principle. He has he has uh, been promoted to the level of his of his incompetence. Great offensive coordinator, especially in New England, mm. but he's a great offensive mind. But man, when he promotes into the big chair as the head coach, he sucks. Now, did he's you say fired within two seasons, both tenures in Denver and now in Vegas? Now, did you say he's earning $40 million? Did you say $40 million for not working? Uh, yes, he's, he gets paid the rest of his contract. Mm. He signed a six-year, $60 million hmm. contract when he was hired before the start of the 2022 season. He's not being fired for cause. Mm. Uh, he's just being fired because uh, of results. See, that I'll, means he gets paid all his money. So you often hear about this uh, with NFL, also, of course, EPL, uh, more so than any coaches mm-hmm. here, although I'm sure when coaches uh, moved on here, they do get payouts as well, no doubt about that, but not on that type of money. You often sort of wonder, now clearly they would, I would say, 99.9% of them would have rather had success and still had their job, no doubt about that. But it's still not a bad thing if you can leave a club um, and still getting paid, well, if getting paid anything would be fantastic. Getting paid $40 million for not doing much is very, very nice, I would think. Although, of course, he would have wanted to have success 
it's not the worst thing in the world. No, it definitely isn't. That, that's why I, said, I think he's waking up kind of relieved almost because the Raiders, it's been rough the two years he's been coaching out, out in Vegas. And, you know, I, it's probably a lot of stress, and he's probably probably woke up this morning feeling a lot of that stress relief, that weight off his shoulders, and knowing his bank account's going to be full, well, that just makes it even better. Yeah, yeah. He can go golf for the next four years. He can do whatever he wants. He can do whatever he wants for the rest of his life with $40 million in, in the bank. Yes. What am uh, I talking about? Maybe, go, maybe he won't even go and try to find another job, another coaching. Uh, Rob, what else do we have to look forward to in terms of the NFL this coming weekend? Uh, tomorrow night, Thursday night football, we got the Titans and the uh, Steelers. Watch for Will Levis. Will Levis, he's probably going to start tomorrow night for the Titans. Four touchdowns on Sunday. Four touchdown passes. The the rookie for the for the Tennessee Titans. Watch out for him because he looked really, really good mm. throwing to DeAndre Hopkins on Sunday. We'll see if they continue that. And then the big one this week kicks off at 9.30 a.m. U.S. Eastern time because the game is in Frankfurt, Germany. Yeah. Uh, it's the Miami Dolphins and the Kansas City Chiefs, and God knows the Chiefs need a bounce-back game. Um after the debacle they had in Denver on Sunday, uh, losing to the Broncos, they have to fly all the way to Frankfurt, take on the Miami Dolphins. So you get Tua Tagovailoa against Patrick Mahomes. It could be a score fest over there in Germany on Sunday. All right, sounds good. Chris, stay there. We've got a bit of college football to get to on the other side of the break, and we'll get you uh, to see if you are going to support the Gold Coast Titans or not. Stay there. We'll speak to you again in a couple of minutes, mate. Sounds good. I'll be here. Chris Perkins, any questions for Chris, feel free to send them in. Also, um, and I do have a question for Chris, which we'll get to after the break. Also, uh, Jerome Luai, um, is it a risk, like Ivan Cleary has said, for a club to sign him worth over a million dollars as a chief playmaker? Yes or no? Um, also, the sporting, bizarre sporting injuries. Glenn Maxwell has fallen off the back of a golf cart, won't be playing against England on Saturday. What are some of the most bizarre sporting injuries you've heard of off the field or seen on the field? And sporting power couples having a bit of a laugh with uh, Chris the Sporting, Nathan Cleary, Mary Fowler. They are together, officially confirmed. What are some of the other sporting power couples that we have missed? Got a couple of texts we'll get to on that after the break. And anything else you want to talk about? But most importantly, over the next break, over the next few minutes, I want to know why Chris Perkins should be a Titans fan. If you are a Titans fan, give us a text. If not, give me some pros and cons on why he should or shouldn't be a Gold Coast Titans fan. We'll do that after the break. All for the Makita XGT, the professional choice for cordless convenience, unmatched performance, innovation, and power without limits. It's 25 to 6 in New South Wales, 25 to 5 in Queen. Good to be with you Thursday morning. Don't forget Beaumont Tiles is giving away a trip for two to American Footy's biggest game worth over $70,000. Just shop in store at Beaumont's before November 12. And you're in with a chance. T's and C's apply. Chris Perkins still on the line. All right. Let's get to this NRL team stuff because uh, the Gold Coast Titans are the team we're looking at now. Chris, um, one of the texts here says, firstly says, Chris would love the Gold Coast because it's just such a nice city. Forget the football team. It's just such a nice city. And look, he uh, that text is right. It's a very, very nice place to go. So, Chris, if you ever get a chance... I've heard good things about it. Yeah. So, if you ever get a chance to go to the Gold Coast, 
Um, even if you don't pick the Titans as a candidate, you can go there. So the Titans, Chris, I'll just give you a, b- a brief background and a couple of other texts, and then you can decide whether they join the Tigers and the Bulldogs as candidates for your team for 2024 and beyond. Uh, there's been a few Gold Coast teams in the past. This is the latest of them. Uh, have been in the competition since about 2007. Been in finals, but have never made a grand final not won a premiership yet. They do have a new coach that has won premierships, though, that comes in to coach them for next season. So just think about that. Think about that information I've given you. And a couple of texts to help you decide, along with that one about how nice the Gold Coast is. Uh, One of the texts is um, here saying you will never be able, never not be able to go to a game because the, you'll always be able to get a seat. That's a bit harsh, but okay, fair, fair enough, fair enough. Um, also, this one from the Chook Man, he says, if, per, uh, if Chris Perkins likes the Titans, he will have to move to the Gold Coast. Can you surf? Chook Man wants to know. I cannot surf, so mm. that, that, that may be a problem. If, if that's a requirement, that's mm. going to be a problem. Okay, and this one from Big Ted listing on the app, Borning Big Ted listing over in New Zealand. Uh, hitting balls in the golf range, very nice. At, ooh, what, five, five, 30, 7.30 in the morning, just after 7.30 in the morning. A helping hand for Chris. Uh, the Titans as an option. Pros, well, there aren't that many, to be fair. Uh, they are a team possibly on the rise, but that's only a possibility, not a probability. The long-term lockdown of Big Tino, who's one of the best players, just might be the spark. The four-pack needs to be dominant, but unlikely on the back of one player. But, Chris, the Titans are the proverbial poison chalice. The club sacks coaches willy-nilly. There is no long-term culture. And I feel Chris would roll better with the Sydney-based club. Titans are on par with the Bulldogs. Uh, Big Ted there, listing on the app. So after all of that, Gold Coast is a nice city. Never made a grand final. Never won a premiership. You can't surf, but they could be a club on the rise. Are the Gold Coast Titans a candidate to be your team for 2024 and beyond? Yes or no? And that that shot from the text about being able to find a seat with no problem, maybe for right now, but if they're on the rise, Mm. That ticket could become a lot more popular, so that those words may come back to haunt you, Dexter. Mm. Uh, I am going to pass on Gold Coast. Ah. I, I, I've heard great things about the city, but i got to cut some people. I, I can't have everybody make the semifinals. Mm. i got to start cutting. Uh, i I got to cut the Gold Coast. Right, no to the Gold Coast. The Gold Coast, done and dusted. So Chris Perkins, whilst he may visit the Gold Coast, will not be a Gold Coast Titans fan Next year. So the Titans gone. So the only two teams that are candidates at the moment are the West Tigers and the Bulldogs. And you know what we'll do? Because uh, next week is my final week for a few uh, weeks. Well, a few things get done here. Uh, and we want to get through all the teams before the start of the season. What we'll do is we'll get you on the line tomorrow. And I'll ask the okay. list- listeners to get their thinking caps on because we just want to get through it all before the start of next year's rugby league season. The team we'll look at tomorrow is another Queensland-based team, the newest team. 
in the competition, the Dolphins. So we'll do that tomorrow. A double hit of teams for Chris Perkins this week in terms of NRL. So we'll do that tomorrow, the Dolphins. Look, there are a couple of texts for you, which we'll get to in a second. But beforehand, uh, just the latest on college football, because I know you have a bit to uh, fill us in on there. Yeah, first college football playoff rankings released last night. Not really surprised. The order kind of surprised me. Uh, it is uh, Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, and Florida State with Washington or Oregon 5-6. and six. So they're the first two teams out. I said uh, the other day I was thinking Ohio State, Washington, Michigan, and Georgia. Uh, Washington might have a little quibble with it because they're sitting at number five and have a better win than either Michigan or Georgia do, quite honestly. Michigan and Georgia have been playing cupcakes most of the year. <laughs> Uh, Washington actually played Oregon and beat them. So, uh, you know, maybe Washington's got a little bit of a case there, but it's still, it's a preliminary ranking. It'll be decided over the course of the next month. All five teams, the top five teams uh, down to Washington, they're all undefeated. They all have their playoff, their, their playoff destiny in their own hands. They control their own destiny because Two days after Thanksgiving, Ohio State and Michigan will play in Ann Arbor. So if you if the top five handle their business, run the table, whoever does will be in the playoffs. Mm. Could have some chaos this weekend though at at, at the in the uh, playoff positions because uh, number two Georgia, the this run they've had this back to back national championship run. They've controlled things. They've been dominant in most of them. One game they weren't dominant was a year ago in Columbia, Missouri, when the Missouri Tigers scared the holy living bejesus out of them for three and a half quarters. Georgia barely survived that game in Columbia. Saturday afternoon between the hedges in Athens, Georgia, number two Georgia, number 12 Missouri, and believe me, I will be black and gold all the way. M-I-Z-C-O-U. Let's go. Do you see, see? We were talking about your football, your soccer team the other night. Um, do you, does that same mm-hmm. jinx thing work for every team that you support? Well, I mean, listen, Mizzou. I, I take every I, I take every good thing that happens to Mizzou because mm. Mizzou has had some bad seasons, okay, mm. and I've stuck with them. But when they're good, and Mizzou is good this year, they're number twelve in the rankings. In the in the playoff rankings, um, their only losses to LSU is is also ranked up there. But Mizzou this year they look really good. I would put Georgia on upset alert. Okay. Because last year Georgia did not look good at Missouri. Okay. So there's every possibility Mizzou could go down and upset Georgia Saturday afternoon. It's the first game on CBS on Saturday afternoon. They're prime three thirty Eastern spot. All right. So everybody's going to be watching this game Saturday. Uh, A couple of texts for you before we let you go. This from uh, Matt. Dan, uh, Dan, you should ask Chris his opinion of Mark Davis's haircut. Does that ring any bells? (laughs) And listen, if you're a fan of the Three Stooges, (laughs) he he wears the Mo Howard. That is the Mo Howard haircut right Mm. there on Mark Davis. Mm, And I grew up a fan of the Three Stooges. I, it, it looks odd, but I mean, everything about Mark Davis is a little bit odd. 
Uh, what league do the Seattle Sea Dragons play? This is probably a question uh, that we'll get back to tomorrow because I know you'll do your homework on this. But what league do the Seattle Sea Dragons play in and how can you contact them? My son loves them. Um, I'm not sure you'd know how to contact them, but do you mind uh, doing some homework? And we uh, will find that out tomorrow for our list of there. Uh, let me see here. The Seattle Sea Dragons, I'm, I'm pulling up Wikipedia. Professional American football team based in Seattle, Washington. Mm. Uh, founded by Vince Smith. Uh, I, I, yeah, I'll have to do some yeah, more do research some, on this one. Do some oh, homework on that. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that tomorrow. And Tom says, weirdest injuries. Aaron Bain sustaining a neck injury from falling over in a shower. Pretty much ended his NBA career. I also remember an NFL quarterback. I can't remember who it was. I know he played for Washington, but he got injured. He injured his neck headbutting a wall. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, that, and that's probably why you should never headbutt a wall, Chris. Precisely. I also heard about a quarterback uh, allegedly tripping over a dog. Well, some of the weird injuries, some very strange injuries. We're talking about this on the back of Glenn Maxwell, one of our star cricketers. If you're just waking up, missed the news. He's going to miss the game on Saturday night against England because he fell off the back of a golf cart. He's okay. He's just got a bit of concussion. So he's in that concussion protocols, expected to be back on Wednesday. Chris, great stuff. We'll follow up that Seattle question. We'll get the answer from you tomorrow. And we will grab you tomorrow just so we can get through all the teams. We're going to have a double hit of your NRL team. And tomorrow will be the Dolphins. Let's see if their newest team in the NRL can become a candidate for Chris Perkins. We'll speak tomorrow morning, mate. Sounds good. Have a good day. You too, mate. Chris Perkins on the line from America. So, yeah, get your thinking caps on. We'll have a chat with Chris about anything that's happening over the next 24 hours and what has happened in American sport. But we will also tomorrow... Uh, look at the Dolphins as well. 0457 736 736, our text number. Jump on the open line, one 1170 10 to 6 in New South Wales, 10 to 5 in Queensland. Breakfast is not too far away. After 6 in New South Wales, 5.5 to 5 in Queensland. A couple of texts to finish things off on Sporting Power Couples this morning. This one from Short in Newcastle. He says, Steph, Rice and Quade Cooper are not together anymore. In fact, haven't been together for a very long time. But you're right, Sean, they were. I just did some research back in 2010-2011 when uh, they were definitely, especially Steph Rice, at the peak of their powers. Good text, good memory. Short in Newcastle. And Dan uh, from Matt says, What about Copes and Kim Green? Yes, Copes, uh, who will be on breakfast in just a few minutes. And the Starks, yes, of course. How could we forget them? Mitch Stark, Alyssa Healy, both uh, at the peak of their powers as well at the moment. Great text, Matt. Thank you for all the texts this morning. Tomorrow on the show, we'll have another chat with Chris and John Gallo will be on the line to talk things football, all things football, A-League and EPL ahead of another big weekend. Breakfast coming up with Copes and Brandy. Our Queensland listeners will get the first hour of them and then it'll be Patton Heels from 6am local time. Have a great Thursday. I'll see you for the final one of the week tomorrow morning. Breakfast is next.